Hello. You're listening to Yes, Have Some. At least until I get to you. Sleep tight tonight. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. I was just informed before we started that I needed to try harder. So here it comes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg, and I'm here with the Taku Takatsatsu from Tokyo, Jacob Walsh. Well now, you, well, now you just sound silly. Okay, okay. I from can't. From the toast of Taco Toy Town. <laughs> from Taco Tuesdays. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I feel like we're busier than ever, but listen, we got to be here. YHS Prime coming at you, represented, represented. We're represented. Yes. What are you talking it's about? The, it's 2020 year, the year of trying harder. Let's <laughs> keep that on. Keep Wait, that in mind. did you just say, okay, you went to say 2020 it's 2020. What? You said it's 20. You meant to say 2022, but you said 2020 year. Did I say that? You said 2020 year. I'm so sorry. I've it's been doing, fine. You should see the outtakes from earlier. I was trying to film something for, uh, for the Jeffries. Yeah. Yeah, it's 2022, the year of playing harder. There you go. Good. I'm glad you're great. Mm-hmm. Jacob Walsh, how are you? You know, I'm tired. Um, yeah? I'm tired of... Uh, tired of work I'm tired okay. of real jobs i'm tired of bad sequels uh, <laughs> no. you know okay we're gonna get into it we're, we're specifically here we're gonna be talking about scream um so if you haven't seen the new scream we suggest you see it before we uh gut it like a fish oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i like yeah. that you like that pretty good hey now, I have a question f- for you before we get going, Craig, because if you're anything like me, okay, did you spend maybe an hour, hour and a half last night, tr- like working on a ghost face voice after you saw this movie? <laughs> did I, I? I don't, I know, but okay. I understand. Well, I did. I've done that before. I've done that yeah. with Chucky. Now, well, hold on. I've done it with, Ch- I do, I've done it with Chucky as well. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about your current ghost face impression from the not screen? Awful. I cannot do it. I try I was like listening, I was like pulling up YouTube clips of just him doing the voice like at conventions. Right. And, uh, and then just like clips of the movies and stuff. And it's he does a weird he's there's two different ghost voice voices. Ghost face voices. There's okay. just the regular, like low where he's just regular talking, you know? Right. 
But then when he starts yelling, he gets into he it's almost sort of a Chucky ish mm-hmm. uh, level that he gets into and his voice goes up a couple octaves. So there's there's I think I can. okay, hold on. And I'm not very good at it because he's got that like gravelly thing in his voice. Right. And it's really low. I'll be Sydney. Do y'all want to? Should we both try it? I can't do it. I I, I, I'm not going to be able to. I just can't. It's just like after all that buildup. I thought you were going to do it, dude. I I, want to try. I can't do it. Yeah, you try. Hello. I feel like I can do it, but I really I can't either. Jake, I know what you're saying. By the way. Well, he's got. He's it's got, weird because the thing in his voice, it's hard to do that. It's such a low octave, right? It's low, and then there's like a a almost. It has like a higher pitch tone when he starts elevating his voice. I think I can do it. This well, was not. Well, let's rehearsed. hear what. Let's hear what you got. Let's hear what. All you right. Will you be the phone, and then Abby will be the 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 girl. <laughs> I'm the phone. Okay. Cool. I'm making popcorn. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh yeah, yeah. Set the scene. Set the I've just put on a cute white sweater. Oh, no, no, no. no. Okay. It's time to act. We're acting oh, now. We're just straight up Jake's acting. the phone. No more time. Oh, I love this sweater. Right, shh, shh. Ready? Vulnerable girl. Phone's ringing. Hello? Hello. Well, who is this? You don't know who this is? Is this Brad? Are you trying to call me again, Brad? Who's Brad? My ex-boyfriend. I guess this isn't you, Brad. No, Brad's not with us anymore. What do you mean? I mean, he's all over the floor. Where? Everywhere. I'm standing in my kitchen. Are you at his house? We're going to play a game. Okay, I'll play a game. Good. What's your favorite scary movie? Um, uh, I can't. I can't do this. That's not how you play the game. Are you gonna help me? I got you. It's got to elevate and escalate. So play the fucking game. Just they okay. won't move it. Okay, Suspiria. That's nobody's favorite. <laughs> Let's get to the part where I. This is how acting works. Okay. You have to agitate Ghostface to get to the high pitched voice. Okay, so I'm gonna. Well, you go from vulnerable girl to like. <laughs> God. defensive girl have you I'm... ever seen scream yeah i just didn't know i was going to be reenacting it, it like, in okay but listen but listen but hold on you you do it pretty well you can do that gravel you you're doing yeah, it pretty well i think it. that sounds pretty good okay so this is the next part then you say this is where the girl says i'm gonna hang up and then that's when he gets agitated so okay. let's get to that part where well, you... she says she wants to hang up after you throw something like um, like a negative comment about something. right okay so let's try it again. What's your favorite scary movie? I know what you did last summer. <laughs> That's a terrible choice. What do you know? It's not. It's a good movie. I'm going to murder you tonight. <laughs> Don't click. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got, dude? I, I don't know if I have this in me. To if you make- hang up the phone, I'm going to. Fucking kill you. God. Okay. All right, we're done. Got you it's like a fish. Done. Oh, there you God. go. There or you this go. is not the year of trying harder. That I was trying, but like the like Abby's like, all right, I want to do it. I was like, what's your favorite scary movie? She's like, oh, I've never seen a horror movie before. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was kind of fun. I had fun. I've never had a call with Ghostface yeah. before, so Hello. I was kind of yeah. I can't Tr- yeah. trust me. If Ghostface called you, he would he would hang up before killing you. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. So annoying. <laughs> 
I know. I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. And like, put the phone down and start playing with the cat. <laughs> He'd be like, He'd be so frustrated by me that he would literally move would. on to killing somebody else. Put down Gypsy and talk to me. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, anyways, that was fun. Me. Oh, before we talk about Jake, I, I think you do. You want to try, or you don't even want to try? No, I'm not going to try it here. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on it. Work I, on I, it? I, I will embarrass myself if I yeah. try it because thanks for giving. I spent Jake a lot of time doing it last night. It was not very good. Okay. Well, Ab, I th- we've talked on the phone a lot. Well, I need to hold a phone then. <laughs> that's that's yeah, it. That's, how okay. I get the- that's what's holding you. That's back. what. It's yeah. Bad. Now I'm holding a phone, and I feel like uh, right. Sydney. Or should I be Abby? Can I? It's over. Okay, it's over. I'm still holding the phone. We're moving on. (laughs) Oh, moving past. This has been YHS Theater. (laughs) Another classic YHS segment. (laughs) Um, subs. (laughs) Anyways, uh, that was fun. So we're gonna talk about Scream. I want to get a couple plugs out of the way. We've been extremely busy here at YHS, so uh, we're excited. Uh, We've been doing toy anxiety. Tune in every week, Tuesday night, 9.30. We've got the Jeffries coming up, which is our annual Toy Awards. we got a lot going into that. More details on that pretty soon. Abigail was a guest on Jacob Walsh and Jake Key's YHS on Monster Island. That was some fun stuff. Jake, what, what was it like having Abby fly to the island? I mean, honestly, it was maybe the best episode we've done so far. It was really good. I know we're having a little bit of like technical difficulties getting it up on the YouTube feed for some oh, reason, no. but okay. we're going to get up there soon. It was a really fun. It was, it was actually a really fun chat and it was cool to have somebody who's new to Kaiju to kind of like talk, talk to and guide. And it was fun to like, see Abby, what you've liked and what you haven't liked and all that. I, 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 I was, I'm glad Craig wasn't there because I just think he would have brought it down. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, absolutely. No respect. Uh, thank you, Jake, for saying that. I really enjoyed visiting the island. I put all this sorts of production quality into my my trip. You can see my travels. Um, not no, but I took a, like, I seriously I took it seriously, and I watched um, Godzilla versus Gigan today. Um, oh, cool. Just to, yeah, because yeah. we had talked about it, and we're it's um, it, yeah. kind of fresh in my mind. But yeah, I really liked uh, joining y'all, and it was cool just to not have Craig around, honestly. That seems to be I the... look forward to, to visiting again. <laughs> You're going to regret saying that. Okay. <laughs> I'm, like, scared of you. I'm like, you're going to make me do another ghost face? Like, uh, uh, no more improv. Scene? Apparently, we need to workshop these things before. Um, now, if you've never listened to... Uh, Monster Island, it's amazing. Jay and Jake every other week do these incredible, lengthy, like take you to school and give you an education in various kaiju subject matter episodes. They're on the YHS YouTube page, and it's its own audio feed. So if you want to listen to it, you're not going to hear it on uh, the the main. Yes, have some audio feed. So you got to get the YHS on Monster Island audio feed, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Uh, it's really great. I really, really enjoy it. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yeah. What's your favorite kaiju? <laughs> uh, Amanda. Amanda. <laughs> that would be here. It is that. It, that's, that's that is premise. what would. Yes, that's, that's what, the premise. That's What's what would make him kaiju? mad. Is saying Manda. Manda. Oh, I think you said Amanda. I was you like, is even, there's like you don't kaiju. know who Manda is. I don't. 
but I need to learn. And that's yeah. why I'm going to subscribe. You Monster Island. I'm going to hit that subscribe button. Subscribe. Um, <laughs> Listen. So, and then uh, on Friday nights, live on YouTube, uh, throughout the duration of the Book of Boba Fett, we have our official YHS recap, review, and reaction show. We will be recording another episode tonight. Boba Book Club with the three of us, Ryan Dole, Troy Benjamin, and our special guest tonight, Jake. Do you know who our guest is tonight? Do I know who it's Jake Stevens, right? No. Oh. No? Uh, no. Should we should we surprise him? Why don't you why what? don't you have Ghostface ask Jake who's going to be the guest host? And he's gonna get maybe, gutted if he's I don't wrong. know, maybe Maybe you should tell the members of the podcast who's actually going to be on their podcast before it happens. Well, I told you three times this Set week. Set their microphones up, oh, too. It's it the potted Ewok himself. Hal oh, Hal's on this? I didn't know yeah, Hal was coming on this week. Yeah. Straight up chills. Hey, also, <laughs> yeah. what time is that? What time do we do that? 10.30 p.m. 10.30. Eastern. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we'll, cool. Um, we will not be overlapping. uh <laughs> we have to finish this before that one starts. That's the rule. <laughs> That's why I was asking. I was like, isn't it at 9? Yeah, I know. No, 10.30, Um, So, uh, and yeah, we've got a million things going on. We're going to be talking about it all year. Let's go ahead and get into our discussion. Scream 5. It's not what it's called. It's the, they made a joke it's about called, that. It's called, it's just called Scream. It's just called Scream. We're about to spoil the shit out of it. First of all, spoiling it. Yep. I I don't think anybody who listens to IHS would be surprised to to know that the original Scream is collectively uh, an absolute favorite of all of ours. We all love Scream. Uh, It it was a seminal, important movie in uh, my life, in my movie, uh, my movie going life. Abby, was Scream one of the ones you saw earlier on? Were you exposed to it? When no. it came out? No. You okay. exposed me to it. You had actually. never seen Scream? No. Damn. Was, I, I'm almost positive. No. It's like I remember horror movies were never anything that like my because when it comes to movies that like I wouldn't have been allowed to see that came out in the 90s, um, horror movies weren't like always the ones that my brother and I would rent. It was like more like American Pie and Jackass. Um, but when it comes to <laughs> Jake considers both of those horror movies. <laughs> Uh, no, I never watched Scream until um, my first recollection of it is watching it with you on the couch at um, your old house. Dang. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Like when we first started dating? Yeah, we watched Halloween together and I was like, oh, I'm enjoying this. This is like a fun new experience like, like to not be too terrified of the movies, but to get a little bit scared like in a safe environment was fun. It sounds like I'm a good guy to date. Yeah, <laughs> a nice was, safe well, environment. I had never been on like a proper like scary movie date. Oh, okay. I also remember showing Abby uh, uh, the the Lost Boys sequel, <laughs> the straight to video one. So what? we Why? had like a movie night with friends over to watch that. Guys, big news: Feldman wow. is back. Um, <laughs> Jake, what what is your personal scream history? Was this a movie that you saw when it first came out? Yeah, I saw it um, as soon as it was released. Uh, what well, was this? 1996. 96. Huge year like for that. movies. Scream, um, ID4, Twister. Did not see it in the in the movie theater. Um, I think I was like 11. Uh, right. But I did see it immediately like when it was released. I remember um, the family. I remember us renting it and watching it that night. Uh, and I, I, I've always loved this movie. Um, I did see... 
Probably not. I don't. I don't know if I saw Scream Two, but I know I saw Scream Three and and Four in the theaters. Uh, yeah, I've I've always been a big fan of the original Scream. Right, and I think eventually we're going to do a like a more fleshed out breakdown of the entire Scream franchise uh, sooner rather than later. But that's not why we're here tonight. Um, but I did, I do think it's important to acknowledge what our feelings have been of the sequels over the years. So mm-hmm. I am on record as somebody not the requel, not the requel, which we're gonna, we're going to get into that. Um, I have always enjoyed scream two under the guise of it's nowhere near the first one it's not it doesn't even feel like the same it feels like a parody of the first scream almost mm-hmm. having said that jerry o'connell uh cobb vanth because i can never remember that actor's real name so we'll just go with cobb vanth the guy from justified <laughs> which timothy he's Oliphant. a Timothy Oliphant. Yes. That's a he's a good looking guy. Even in Scream 2, I was like, by the way, that's a good looking cast. Let's just say it right now. The dead giveaway in Scream movies. The good looking guy with the interesting face is always the killer. (laughs) Like, like just kind of the the like like when you look at like you know, stew in that first movie, you're like, oh, this guy's the killer. Mm-hmm. And like in the new movie, well, let's just go ahead and spoil it. Jake, you predicted the killer from the first mm-hmm. poster. You saw that guy. Uh, I, uh, I saw Quaid. him on the, I saw him on the poster and I immediately will said, this guy's clearly the killer. And it wasn't just because of his looks, right? It's because he's the biggest person on the poster other than, the original cast and he's also the only actor right. out of the new group that is kind of known so. right and he also yeah. is uh the son of dennis quaid and meg ryan uh-huh oh, sure okay. is so there you gotcha. go oh um, that was the giveaway that was the giveaway <laughs> uh and which means his uncle is Randy Quaid, which means he is top tier weird uncle status. Okay. <laughs> yep. Your uncle's Randy Quaid. Um, Abigail. Yes. Scream sequels over the years compared to the first. Yeah. How do you feel? Diminishing returns. I would say like scream Two. Um, I like elements of it. I like the Greek mythology and like the, the final act. Um, but it doesn't compare. It's not even close to the first one. Um, first scream is like so iconic uh, and like it captures something it kind of, it captures like a spirit in like the 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 essence of like the time in in the early mid 90s where um slasher films couldn't weren't really like surviving or doing as well as they did in the late 80s and there you but that that like teenage voice that existed on Dawson's Creek or like the old WB like uh, like the their primetime roundup, whatever their shout. The yeah, shows, like it had, well, there was a voice forming already, and I felt like Scream like really, really captured it and made it modern. You're that's 100 right, and that's like the Kevin Williamson influence. Like basically, the it was like let's get teenagers who are good looking, who talk like adults, and make movie references, mm-hmm. and and that I think is almost like, um. That kind of started back in the you know the early nineties. That was like yeah, the well, Kevin at, Smith. Yeah, the Tarantino. original scream. It's like uh, Sydney's dad like just goes on a business trip or whatever. It's kind of isn't there? It's like the parents aren't really a factor, and the kids are adults already. Yes, just and like the, podcasts and that new Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, <laughs> where are his parents? Like the only adults are Gail Weathers and uh, 
uh, D- Dewey. Dewey. Yeah. Oh, and well, they're we're not called like, Dewey and adults. But, Dewey, but Dewey's not an adult. He's only two years older than okay. Sid okay. And, right, right. and Tatum. So he's not an adult. Right. And, and by the way, we will. I want to do a full fledged screen breakdown at some point because David Arquette is top tier funny in the first screen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, new movie. Scream was announced a couple years back. Uh, I know there were some rights issues, as my, it always happens in the horror genre. Like, yeah. the ownership of these films uh, puts sometimes <clears throat> these sequels in limbo. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Scream 4 came out in 2011, directed by Wes Craven, which I, that might have been his last movie. It was one of his last movies. It was. It was. Um, and uh, it took till 2022, uh, 11 years later, to get the next Scream out, directed by Matt. Benatelli Open and Tyler Gillette. Uh, I believe these are the guys uh, who are part of the Radio Silence Film Collective. And they did the movie, um, uh, what was that movie? Uh, Ready or Ready Not, or which I, I've never seen. And I think they also did VHS. And uh, these guys have some juice in the world of horror. Do they not, Jake? Yeah, for sure. Ready or Not's pretty good. And I think it's widely, uh, it's widely liked. And VHS is kind of a popular series that's been going on for a while right um and then we've got you know a new young cast being joined by the originals uh nev campbell courtney cox and david arquette so we've set the stage jake what was your anticipation level of this movie uh leading up to it uh i was kind of all over the place because i you know like we said earlier i think the original scream is a it's a perfect movie. It's very, it's good in every single way. And over the last four days before the release of the fifth, I watched all four of the others. Um, and I quickly realized how bad scream two, three and four are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was still very hope. I was still like, you know what? I'm still, it's been a long time. I see a lot of early reviews that are saying that this movie is, very Wes Craven and it pays a lot of, you know, respects to the original and that it's going to be great. So I was getting very hyped. I wore my ghost face mask to work that day. Oh, um, I know, I saw. And then also wore it to the movie theater. You got yeah. a mask up and I was excited. <laughs> Jake, I was jealous cuz Craig wouldn't let me wear my mask into the theater. We got stricter rules here in the city. Well, I, I put mine in my pocket cared. and snuck it. <laughs> Nobody's checking. I put it in my pocket and walked into the movie theater and then put Now, it on. Jake, did you go into any of the stalls in the bathroom with your screen mask on and then put your ear up to the wall after hearing some funny business? Well, uh-huh. No, I didn't do that, but I murdered a guy in the bathroom. <laughs> did you? I was on the other end. <laughs> I was okay. on the other end of it, yeah. Um and uh, when we do that full screen review, we'll talk about how annoying, annoying it would be to be in that theater watching staff yes. with everybody Ridiculous, screaming. ridiculous. Um, Abigail, what was your anticipation for this movie? Pretty low, to be honest. I mean, I enjoy Scream as much as I think you and Jake do. Um, but I don't think I had high hopes for uh, this legacy sequel, I guess, as it was and is. Um, I didn't have any reason to be really... Like, especially with Halloween, with the two sequels that came out recently, like, those didn't, like, it's almost like, it's almost like that Force Awakens, like, template of, like, you, they, it could be, um, there's parts of it that are interesting, but does it really, like, is it independent on its own a good movie? 
Um, or is it just bringing back a few things that you're familiar with and right, uh, right. playing the old music? Um, but uh, yeah, going into the theater, I was, I did take a picture with my ghost face mask on and that was fun. And <laughs> I was like, well, we'll see how this is. We'll see if it's fun. Right. Okay. Um, fair enough. So, uh, the setup of this movie obviously is 10 years, uh, past since the events of the last scream where I think, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, one of Sydney's cousins tries to kill her because she's like mad that Sydney gets all the attention or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, some insane motive. Some her really cousin, stupid. it's her cousin, and then just some random guy. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. some random. Who has guy. no reason. Yeah, just female jealousy. Yeah, one yeah. of those totally Culkins thought through. <laughs> it was a Culkin. Yeah. He was like, maybe I could have sex with this girl if I kill her cousin. Um. <laughs> Uh, I'm not exaggerating. I think yeah, and that's why the sequels don't have the same impact as the first one because you really believe um, in that first one, like the maniac friends just just doing something hey. un just fucked up like that. Yeah, that scene. Okay, you get weird vibes from Billy Loomis the whole first movie, but yeah. when it cuts to him when he's bleeding and he puts the knife on his head and he gives that that classic look, you're like. Oh, this guy's a psychopath, and I'm fucking here for it. Yeah, you never really get that with the rest of the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, um, well, there's one thing I feel like I feel like I gotta just jump in and say it, and 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 it's been said between the three of us many times as I've been going back and rewatching the Scream films. Is that when you're in the first movie, when you're meeting all these characters for the first time, and you figure out, you know, the the reasons for the for the kills or, or for the murders or whatever it all makes sense and it's great but then when you move on to an onto the next movie and you have half of the cast is your original cast those are the people you already have a built-in you already have like built-in feelings for those people and then there's just a bunch of new people and it's hard to care about it's like i don't care about the new people I'm, i want to i care about sydney and gail and and dewey and it's like by the time you get to the killers and it's just like it, it, they have to try so hard in every scream sequel, including this one to come up with something, some stupid fucking reason to have more people doing this. <laughs> okay. Um, one thing I was going to say is I completely agree. The first cast is magnetic. Like when you first, that fountain scene in the first scream movie, when you meet, Stu and Billy and Sydney and yeah. uh, Jamie Kennedy and uh, I can't think of a uh, Rose McGowan. When you meet those characters, they all have so much charisma and are, it's like you would watch a show about just the five of them just living their teenage lives, yeah. like even without the murders. Like yeah. they pop off the screen. It's like Party of Five. Well, also Nev Campbell, <laughs> but still. Uh, yeah. Abby, do you think that the chemistry of the first cast being so good ends up hindering like what you see in a movie like Scream 5 where like they're introducing all these new people, you're trying to get backstory with everybody, but in the back of your mind to me I'm like, well how do you compare to that first cast which was mm-hmm. so fucking good? Yeah, you can't have Rose McGowan in her prime. Like it's <laughs> it's hard to catch that and to capture There's no Rose McGowan in this movie. Yeah, exactly. There it's it's something that's probably impossible to do. Right. And uh yeah, so it's it's tough when you bring in like new characters, and then like Jake was saying, when you're trying to weave them in in a meaningful way to the scream story, and it's um 
it's really tough to find a good motive and a good reason oh, yeah, like, and to keep people guessing and to, to surprise the audience honestly right because you're like here's randy's nephew and niece I'm like oh yeah, this is, it, they're new <laughs> but it's also harder on top of that when every one of your new cast are also made out of cardboard right yeah yeah because i feel no like they're all wooden like yeah. none of these kids are good at they all feel like commercial tv commercial actors none oh, of them yeah. Are yeah yeah damn you're right it's there's not like standout stars in no in any of no them. I, right I, the entire the entire time we're watching any of the original characters the only thing i can think of is like can we please can we please get to uh sydney can we please yeah. have somebody that is worth listening to in this movie i i can't stand any of these kids that's a great is it because, because i'm old now no is it no it's not scream one came out when i was 11 and now i'm no. old, i'm 36 no because let me no, tell you this right because now the writing's not good we all just watched um ghostbusters afterlife which is a movie right. we have all looked forward to for our entire lives and we desperately wanted to see the original cast bill murray dan Aykroyd, ernie hudson but how like that movie, those characters, the way it's written, the way it's acted, you are completely involved in their storyline. When I remember the first time we saw Afterlife, when Bill Murray popped up, my first thought was, oh my God, I forgot that they were even going to be in this movie. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I think it goes... It's the opposite in- of how you... F- in this, you're, you're doing the opposite thing, and then you're like, please have one of these old cast members just show up and talk. It's oh, different. It's like, yeah, when, when Sydney gets wishing the call... For it. When yeah. Sydney hung up the phone, I was like, "No, keep just stay on the screen a little longer." Yeah, <laughs> back to, to the the boyfriend girlfriend like plot. Let let me set up because I have a feeling there's a good. Here's the thing: screams out in theaters. I know why. Just listeners, a lot of them are going to listen to this and not see the movie. I know they are. So let me at least give a little bit of the plot. Okay, <laughs> twenty five years. I'm off Wikipedia right now because we just saw it last night and I can't really remember. It. Yeah, so, we saw it last night. Then I watched the first episode of Peacemaker on each. Max and that was like, pretty good. I was like, this was better than that movie. It was literally scarier than the new screen. legit. Like the ending of the episode was scarier. Um, twenty five years later, Billy Loomis, Stu Mocker. Which, by the way, I never knew Stu's last name until like yesterday. But let's just—they said it so many times. This is the Mocker House. I was like, it is. What's that? What's the Mocker House? Um, there's a girl. She gets attacked. Her name's Tara. She gets brutally attacked in her kitchen classic scream opening it was fine it was pretty entertaining they start weaving in she has the conversation about elevated horror versus slasher flicks Mm -hmm. first of all right off the bat that's an old argument like the horror community is past that you know what i mean like Uh they're the and, and it also kind of pits them against each other it's like oh you have to like baba duke in midsummer or yeah. you like stupid slap no 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 no. we like all of it yeah like it's, it, it, and, it, not it's, or. it's like a it's like saying you can only like star trek or star wars it's like right pitting two brothers against each other I, it felt like such a dated argument that i i already was like part of you is like okay this dialogue does sort of feel scream ish Right. Also, I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, Ab, what'd you think of the opening scene? Uh, yeah. Specifically compared to like, 
it, again, it's hard because you're immediately thinking about, I think about Drew young, Barrymore. Yes, I know. And I think about yep. younger audiences who might be watching it and might be like, oh, they're referencing cool movies that I've seen that are scary, like in the recent right, like, last 10 right. years or something. Um, but uh, it, it it makes you feel it's like a painfully obvious, like taking you out of the movie because you're like, oh, I can think of these movies. And I and it, I was kind of into it, though, because when the question came up of who played uh Drew Barrymore's character in in uh, Stab. Stab. I was like Heather Graham. I know this. Abby is was Heather answering Graham. the questions. Yeah, but that I mean, I, I thought the scene was pretty well acted. You did better girl. answering Ghostface's questions in the movie than you did earlier when and I was asking you questions. Well, yeah, that, I that know. means that means Abby would be good under pressure. Um, yeah, okay. I but am I was good under like, pressure. But I was also Thank like, you. well, who who actually has a landline these days? Yeah, that's part of it. That too. Yeah, they got to. It's like out. I, I, it's like part. Of, I like that it's there, kind of because it's you know classic screen, but also it's like really, who's got a fucking landline? Right. Yeah, right. there could have been some explanation for for real though. Who does anyone have a landline still? Um, I we don't know if they still exist. I, I want one. Just yeah. specifically you don't have one at your office, do you? Do you know, you know why I want one because I want. <laughs> I specifically Shopper. want one so I can have a cordless phone. And then talk on the phone with Jake and then go out to the mailbox and be like, oh, hold on. I'll be at the mailbox. It's all fuzzy. Yeah. Because every cordless <laughs> phone ever made knows when yes. you reach the mailbox. Totally. You, you ain't going past In the them. bathroom getting the newspaper yeah. on the phone. And it goes, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, we find out that Tara has an older sister who moved out. They contact the older sister because Tara has survived. The older sister has a boyfriend played by Jack Quaid. He walks on screen and everybody goes, there's the killer. Yes. <laughs> I was like, there's the new Lit face, probably the killer. Literally 50 times throughout this movie, people are like, he's the killer. Like, yeah, he's the killer. And I think, it, I think it's the kind of thing where it's like sort of funny. It's like sort of played as a joke, but also I think they're trying to make it like, let's make it so obvious that people don't think it's that people think it's a misdirect right. because like literally 10 people in the movie are like, Oh, well your boyfriend's gotta be the killer. He's where was he at? It was he conveniently well, keep... in the other room. Dewey lit as soon as Dewey walks on screen, he's like, Hey, who's that guy? How long have you known him? Six months. Oh, he's the, he's your killer. And yeah. It, and yeah. he is. Yeah. See, I thought the movie was going to do the whole, like, so the whole plot of the movie is like, the the meta thing is about like fan And that's not a misdirect. Sorry, I just wanted to to your point, Jake. Like that's not a good misdirect. It's just like that <laughs> it's just I think it's just lazy it out, or out the obvious. Yeah, yeah, there's a better way to go about it. Continue. I think they thought by making it so obvious that it would be more surprising. I think that's probably what the goal was. That's that guy did have some funny lines where they were talking about stab. He's like, sure. It's a guy at Halloween, uh or a guy in a mask killing teenagers. Like, oh, yeah, like Halloween. Exactly, it's the same thing as Halloween. It's pretty mm -hmm. funny. Um, but when you're jumping to that conclusion that early in the movie, because I also had the hunch that the uh, the female character, uh, I think her name was Amber, the friend, the friend, the friend, who, the friend who was the other killer. Like I had a suspicion very early on. I was like, this one's a killer. Yeah, because it's good casting because she, lo you know, that girl from high school mm -hmm. who's like, she, yeah, like obsessed. She's in the she's in the movie for ten. She's in the movie for maybe five minutes yeah. before it's revealed she's the killer she's it's like that buck cherry song like hey yeah you crazy bitch yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i'm on top of it uh anyways buck good buck cherry reference great. maybe the first on yes absent yeah um, and hopefully the last 
she was in uh, that actor was in um once upon a time in hollywood too okay yeah there you go. um so the sister comes back she meets the friend group the story as the you know the story unfolds that you know in scream it's almost about the rules like what are the rules of a horror movie what is the rule of the sequel so now it's the rules of the legacy sequel and by the way i think we as a crew are like i'm so mad they didn't consult us on this movie. we're responsible for for most of that I think. oh I had to look away when they showed the the YouTube, like the YouTubers that were commenting. Those are real. That's a real. Staff. Those are that's real people. Real. Yeah. 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 That's a that's real. A real well, I'm mad they weren't us, first of all. But I also was like, oh, my God, this is I, I had that suspicion at that point. I was like, I think that this movie is making like podcast toxic fandom the villain. It is. Well, it, it the, the whole thing is about the. the OK, I'm a, OK. Here comes one of those things. Remember you know, when afterlife came out and I'd be like, okay, JK Simmons played Evo Shandor and ripped Gozer in half. Can you believe that's a real sentence? Here comes another one. The motive of the killers in the new scream is that they are sick and tired of being labeled as toxic fans just because they like movies and want their star Wars to be star Wars and not the last Jedi. Like that's literally <laughs> the plot of the movie. Yeah. It it's is. kind of funny it, to me. It's not a bad plot, but when they keep referencing the the rules the way that they do, it's not. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. It just isn't playing as I want it to. And also the fact that all of the um, kids, the teenagers, are constantly accusing each other of like, "Well, you might be the killer. You might be the killer," and that's <laughs> so yeah. It, I feel like it takes this the, the Some fear of the edge down. Out. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Uh. I kind of thought the way to do it would be to set all the rules for the requel or the legacy sequel and then break all of them because they kept saying there's always two killers. And I thought that just meant there was going to be a third killer. I thought that was going to be the thing. And then like they would slowly. I I thought so too. And we've had three. I mean, this is the third movie with three killers, you know, where it's the fourth, it's the fourth movie with three killers or two killers, two killers. Right, right. Fourth movie, two killers. So let's let's touch on some stuff here. It's revealed early on that the the main girl's sister, who ends up being like the main character, is the illegitimate love child of Billy Loomis, the killer yeah. for the mm-hmm. first movie. Why? Okay. <laughs> and there's no of- reason for that. Because there's the a diary there's no that payoff. keeps that information. Yeah. There's literally no payoff to that other than we see a badly rendered CGI <laughs> Billy Loomis four times in the movie. Oh, that's my payoff. Like by the fourth time he mm-hmm. appears in the mirror, I'm just laughing. Like, this is fucking <laughs> He's like smiling at her. Dude, it's bad. I'm like, hold um, on. Is is Billy Loomis is this are they trying to redeem Billy Loomis? <laughs> what is I, happening? I know. It's a redemption arc. It was the first moment I saw Billy Loomis in the oh, rearview mirror. I was like, oh, this. Mm. Like, I know this movie's getting great reviews, but this that this isn't good. That's how I felt when I saw that. Um, Matthew Lillard is not in this movie. I think I wanted him to be. I did. I, I, so all there were a lot of rumors about the killer being Stu. And, you know, I remember hearing that and thinking that seems 
kind of dumb. That that's too unbelievable. But then I watched Scream two, three, and four, and I was like, hey, you know what? Bringing Stu back would be the most believable thing any Scream sequel had ever would ever do. And halfway through the movie, I started thinking. So I, I I was convinced maybe twenty minutes in that the boyfriend was the killer. And I was annoyed at that. And then there's a hospital. In the, in, once they're in the hospital, there is a scene where he gets his arm slashed. And that has happened to multiple killers in the script. Like, I read a trivia thing about it literally the day before. In multiple Scream fil- films, the killer gets just slashed on the arm and then turns mm. out to be the killer. So right, I was like, oh, right. I was like, they just confirmed that he's the killer. But mm, right, halfway right. through the movie, I started thinking, oh, I do want this to be Stu. I think I think making this killer Stu coming back for revenge mm-hmm. is the only reason you care about this movie. Because I don't care who these I don't care about this kid. I don't care. I don't care why he's killing anybody. I don't give a fuck. But if it's I guess we Stu, should explain that it, it it's explained that the boyfriend and then the random girl in the friend group met on a on a scream fan, or a stab fandom subreddit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's believable, but that's mm-hmm. believable. That part. Well, <laughs> yeah, but it's the breach into like where they are killing people to actually become famous and make a movie that it, I don't know that it, I don't think it holds up like in believability wise. Well, when they kill about Dewey dies and I did not have any emotional reaction to it. So and, I, and I'm the biggest Same. crier in the world. Yes. He's not our um, Harrison Ford. I cried earlier in the movie when Dewey's music started playing. Oh, that got me too. The mute, the It's awesome. That I liked. And I think, I think Dewey mostly was well written in the movie. Like he, he was fine. He right. was better. He was kind of a broken, was, you know? Yeah. I mean, he felt more actually like Dewey than Gale or Sydney felt like Gale and Sydney. They just felt right. like <laughs> random dude. Nev Campbell, I love Nev Campbell so much. When I was, yeah. she was, when I saw the first scream, Nev Campbell has always been like my number one crush. She is phoning this in. Like the, her performance in this movie is insane. It's, I think she might not even know she's filming a scream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, it's any, I don't know. Yeah. She's bad in this. Oh, I do want to say though, I did like when when he so the scene where Dewey dies, uh, he's doing something heroic, like he shoots the killer. No, shoots, no, no, goes, no. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, sorry. it's I'm not sorry. that heroic. He shoots him, and he says no, he's going to go back no. and shoot him in the head. But I did like the no. line when he's when he's getting stabbed and goes, he goes, "It's an honor." <laughs> like that was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't. I like that was probably my one of my favorite kills. And I will say there were a couple kills that were pretty decent. Go for it. The young boy who is like out running, who's the sheriff's son. Um, I kind of liked that. I kind of yeah, like yeah. the date. Yeah, you you had mentioned you'd like it too. I like the daytime shot. I like him in the shower. The tension's actually pretty real there. Um, it's very violent and graphic. And I think anything that is in the unexpected time of day is like that's. I respect that. Was- that. That was one of the better scenes in the movie. I liked that kill. And I also liked I liked the kill. Well, I guess the first kill in the movie, honestly, is that random dude outside the bar. Oh, wait. Um, you mean Stu Mocker's 
nephew or nephew or cousin or something yeah yeah, that that was so like that character is so completely shoehorned into this movie right but his actual death he's they got they got the the song playing the red right hand and Mm -hmm. after he stabs that guy he does the thing where he wipes the yep. knife which yep. it, which they only do in the first scream i think right and that when I, when that when that death happened i was like you know what maybe this movie is gonna be i was like i like this like right. that was where the movie felt like it was like picking up for me there's a the shot next, but then the next scene happened and uh when he pokes him in the neck it's it's graphic i i, I really i agree with that <laughs> mm-hmm. the yeah. shot there's like a mondo print shot it will be a mondo print guaranteed it's when after Dewey's dead, the camera pans back and Ghostface is like standing over Dewey's body. Yeah, with the glass two knives. Yeah, and I was like, He's just holding pretty- the two knives. Look, yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. yeah, and psychologically, having a kill inside of a hospital is like even more right. Because yeah, you're not supposed to be in danger. Maybe that's what's underwhelming about this movie is that there is good stuff throughout it, and like they did make an effort, but I think it just falls victim of that scream thing which is the first one is magical and it just works for a million reasons that you can't like i hate using the lightning in a bottle phrase because you hear it too much but it it really was yeah the pacing plot the way the timeline rolls out like it seems believable it seems very real right and also like it's about the teenagers in school you see the principal you see them in class dealing with the death of their their you know peers and stuff it Nobody takes death seriously in no. the movie. Everyone's no, no, no. like, "All right, guys, so one of us might die soon. Like, we need to figure this out." And like, uh. <laughs> um, yeah. I I felt honestly like you know when I when I saw Scream Four for the first time, I was just like, "Well, this sucks. I'll never watch this again." And after watching Scream Two and Three and Four back to back, I was like, "Out of these, Scream Four is the better movie than Scream Two and Three. It's not good." But it's closer to the original Scream than Scream 2 and 3 are. And I felt like this movie was pretty on par with Scream 4. There are moments where you're like, oh, this is cool. Mm -hmm. But they're just all those good moments are too overshadowed with crap. Crap. Yeah. And can we talk about uh, Gail Weathers showing up? like five minutes after she got that text. Cause I know you mentioned that last night, Jake on the phone <laughs> from New really York. Really fast. Yeah. Flight. Yeah. She got there. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. And like, she got uh, on Winston's private jet. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot that you have to just like move along, believe it. Just. Oh yeah. Going. And the, Oh, uh, when, when, um, Courtney Cox and Nev Campbell see ghost face and she's like, I think he remembers us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you maim somebody. <laughs> You and me could have been the most spectacular power couple. Oh my god, I'm quoting Bill Murray Bankman Afterlife. I love it. <laughs> it's good. That's why we do, oh, that's why we we do. do Um I would try to quote this movie, but I can't remember anything that's said in it. Um, I, we well the, the three of us talked on the phone like immediately after this movie, and I could not remember any of the new characters' names. Yeah. There's, There's like, I don't fucking know. There was yeah. the twins. There's the twins. Oh, we're awful. Everybody's <laughs> awful in this movie. Everybody sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, I will say no the best actor is Ghostface. Hey, you know what? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say something, though. No character depth. As silly as the premise of toxic fandom and being mad about movies driving people to murder might seem silly. 
But y'all were not on the phone with Jacob Walsh when he walked out of The Last Jedi. <laughs> I think I think it could drive someone to kill. <laughs> they... <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. They did make yeah. a Ghostbusters reference in this movie. They just they said did, the word yeah, Ghostbusters because yeah. they were talking about all the legacy, legacy sequels, sequels, Jurassic yeah. Park, Star Wars, and everything. And um, they also make a thinly veiled jab at ryan johnson because they talk about how bad the last stab movie is and that it was directed by the guy who did knives out and i right. thought that was that was kind of that's funny. funny there's there's definitely some funny lines of diet there, there's some like there's a lot of throwbacks to the older screen movies that i did enjoy there are some funny lines like i, I didn't completely hate this movie it's just right. i probably won't watch this again until scream six comes out if you're gonna and watch do, it and i'll do the same thing i will marathon all you know five of these previous movies and i'll find things to like and i'll find things to hate in all of them Yes. Except for the first one, because the first one is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Abby, the yeah. last stab movie when they're showing clips, you've got like a chromed out ghost face with a, a with, with a flamethrower. Flame Would you want to watch that? One hundred percent. Like <laughs> I'm gonna be that like for the dazzler from wrestling. <laughs> yeah, you should. That's I, Jake. When you were saying how much you liked that, I thought you were gonna say that's what I'm doing at DragonCon this year. Giant flamethrower. Yeah, I, I think. I think what we should do is like, we've all seen the movie one time. These are high level generalized thoughts. Yeah. As far as it, you know, it's entertaining. I'm not saying don't see it. I'm just saying that it is what it is. Like it's hey, hard to do. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm so I'm, I'm I don't know why I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. Finish. What you're no, you're fine. It's I deserve it. Cut me off. <laughs> cut me like a fish. No, I, I don't. I think they tried to go the route of like, oh, this is the legacy sequel. But the problem is, is like, it's the fifth Scream movie. It's been the same cast five times. Like, they're this, all legacy sequels. Yeah, everyone Campbell's in every Scream movie that exists. <laughs> they're all in all of them. Yeah. Hey, like, I don't know, dude. I just, it sounds, you know, I liked it better than the Halloween movies. You know, right. I, I, it's not a yeah. complete waste. Like, I know it sounds like we all really hate it, but I, I don't. I would watch this again, you know, maybe when it comes on to streaming to give it a second chance. But right. it doesn't it. I missed I missed the Kevin Williamson dialogue. Like it does not. There are a few very small moments where it starts to truly feel like, you know, since the last screen movie came out, I watched the entirety of Dawson's Creek. Right. And I loved it. And my favorite part in this movie was when they're watching Dawson's Creek. Classic. But like, <laughs> but when you watch Dawson's Creek, like it's very, very apparent that the person who wrote this wrote screen. Like it's very, it is just very distinct. Mm-hmm. And this is the, I just watched six you know, or five screen movie, four screen movies that all sound like that. And now there's one that doesn't. So it's just weird. You know what I hate? Every time I watch Dawson's Creek, I'm like, where are these kids going to start dying? That I forget. Like, oh, it's not a horror. It's just, they're just living their life. Um, uh-huh. Let's rank the characters. Ready? Katie Holmes, dead last. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is she? Pacey's number one. Pacey? Yeah. I like Pacey. Pacey was always my favorite. I like Pacey. I, 
I like Pacey. I like Pacey. Hey, I used to think I, I was like James Vanderbeek because he had a Jaws also, poster. But hold on, real quick. Let me get. He had like six Jaws posters. He had yeah, Jurassic Park he posters. He talks in there. about it a lot. But, but hold on. There's this thing that happens with TV shows, and my examples are Dawson's Creek and Lost. Your main, main character in Lost is Jack Shepard. Yes. Dawson's Creek, it's Dawson. Dawson. And so many people seem to hate Dawson. Yeah. And so many people seem to hate Jack. Yeah, I love them both. I love them. I love Jack. I love them both. Jack is such an underrated them. hero. People don't like. Mm-hmm. Ugh, this is going to turn to a whole other discussion. I'm, we don't I'm, have time because we have to go do the Boba Fett and Matthew Fox. I think it's because people don't like leaders. It's like how yeah. a lot of times you guys hate me because I'm like right. always like I expect oh, yeah. a lot. Of, I expect a lot of that's out of a, everybody. That's probably it. Yeah. yeah, we know. And uh, but listen, if you guys get cut, I'm sewing you up. I don't know how, but I'm going to try. And that's what You're counts. Gonna be the I guys, you guys are like, hold on. Think about what just happened. Think about my ego. Like, <laughs> listen, people like me are mis people like me and Dawson and Jack are misunderstood. Oh my god. <laughs> All rich what, white men. You yeah. don't know what it's like to live in my shoes. Dawson I mean, just, went to film school. Listen, oh my god. Just the other day. He had a job with Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. Yeah. Hey. I was at Walmart the other day buying nonsense toys, and I could not identify my white SUV in the sea of white SUVs in the parking lot. Okay, <laughs> that is your plight. That's the problems I have, guys. We're gonna call it. Um, thank you for joining us for these high level overviews on screen. We'll be back with full fledged YHS next week. We're gonna go do book of Boba Fett, the Boba Bet, the Boba Bet, blah blah, the Boba 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 Boba. Boba Boba Book Club. Boba Boba uh, It is also on the feed. Separate episode from this. Plenty of content coming from YHS. Abigail, final thought? Can't wait to get into the uh, Book of Boba Fett, Boba Book Club um, coming up next. So stay tuned for that. And thank you so much for listening to our, uh, our uh, high-level thoughts. Scream. Go on, watch Scream. Scream. Jake, go watch Scream. Yeah, go watch Scream. I'm dis- my last, you know, final thoughts is disappointed, disappointment all around, but also still <laughs> like, but still happy that there's a new Scream movie. Like it it's to me, it's it's a it's it's two sides of a coin that I want to flip because you're I'm, like uh... bummed out on one side, but also I'm glad that I'm in my 30s and there's still Scream movies happening. A yeah, it's still case. also I love. It. You love Nev King. I love her. You just expect a lot from her. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye, guys. All right. We will uh, see you in a bit, Jake. All right. Cool. Bye. Bye.